Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, welcome to Marvel Movie News. Today we're talking about the Black Panther, the Thor Ragnarok, the Captain Marvel, the Deadpool, the Cable, and the Guardians, and just a Sid right there. We're gonna, we're gonna be right back and we'll tell you all about it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks Marvel Movie News. <laughs> Yellow Pudding, kids watch the show. I wasn't trying to be Cosby. Yeah. Some, some Cosby jazz radio. There was a hint of sweater. I felt the sweater forming. Welcome to the storm. The symbiotic sweater was talking coming of, over you. Talking about Deadpool. Talking about yeah, that's like <laughs> Bing Crosby is like a character I've always wanted to try and do. Bing, Bing Crosby yeah. or Bill Cosby. Bing. Ah, Bing. See, I was going Cosby. No, I know, I know you were. Because you made these waters, and now I'm worried about drinking them. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Sir. Wait, this oh, is how oh, it's dark. This this is, no, this is too dark. Kevin Feige yes. said we're not, we're not going down the R-rated. Welcome. This yeah. is how we're starting. Wow. Hold your misties close. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. We are the Marvel Movie News. This is episode 127, coming to you live from Wakanda, where we tell you all the news from all the studios. Yes. Why you should be as excited as we are. Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel News. Marvel, Marvel Movie News, or find us at youtube.com forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. Also on their website, popcorntalknetwork.com, or on Twitter at Marvel News PTN, or on facebook.com forward slash Marvel News Show. And if you'll tweet a link out to our show with a message telling people about the live chat and how they can come talk to us and get all their Marvel news and our opinions on it, uh, Hydra Steve in the booth will retweet you. Hi, Hydra Steve. Hey, <laughs> uh, I am Matt Key at the Matt Key. We're joined by Markia McCarty. At M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Yes, I think that was the better. closest you've That's ever... That's the closest I've gotten. <laughs> yes. Paying Emphasis attention. on the E and the Y. Paying attention. <laughs> uh, then we're also joined by Koi Jandro at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. Back in the game. There it is. <laughs> no extra A put on there. <laughs> uh, we got, the, we got uh, Hydra Steve in the booth. We got Colt Badeau tweeting from the Star Jammer with the kitty cat Chewy. And we've also got Ollie on the couch yep. doing social. What's going on, brother? Nothing much. I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say this week. And Not I'll a chat. lot. Oh, well, I know it. I know it. But guys, if you're tuning in live, chat with me. I love to hear from you because we want to hear your questions and your comments. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, we want to hear it all. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump in as usual, as as promised. To we, so, Black Panther first. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, falls asleep uh, like develops narcolepsy like <laughs> uh, so I actually do have a question if we always start with Deadpool news for Koi do you want Black Panther news to start what what property would you want like if it comes in we start with it for you oh the Storm Solo movie okay so since that's never gonna happen <laughs> when that happens we will do the whole show about it <laughs> yeah oh, if there's oh, ever a Storm Koi Solo movie Koi just said that confirms Koi confirms <laughs> not only did I confirm a Storm Solo movie but that we'll be talking about it for an hour today <laughs> That's all we got, everybody. There's no other news. Storm, Storm Solo. 
Uh, uh, yeah, Black Panther, and uh, eventually when they do Daughters of the Dragon, that'd be cool. Okay. Okay. Um, and well, I'll also throw in Fearless Defenders. Okay. So, well, we're not we are not starting with Black Panther because no. I had to throw that in at the very end, and you'll yes. all see why when we get there. But we will start. This broke Wednesday, dude. I know <laughs> this had to kill you to sit on for a I was week. Like, all right, six days tight. Let's just hang out. Let's just buckle up. Yeah. Uh, so. As, as you may have heard, Hollywood Reporter broke the story, but uh, everyone very quickly followed Josh Brolin is capable. Yes. Now, you see, the thing about Josh Brolin is capable <laughs> is I... Now, see, you kind of broke off into Cosby there. Now, you see, see, the thing is, <laughs> oh my it's goodness. the water with yeah. mystery ingredients. Uh, 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 now, the, the filtered water about... for popcorn sock? Yes, yes. Please tell me more about this mystery water. <laughs> the thing about Josh Brolin is, if you had told me Josh Brolin is capable... Even a month ago, yep. a day before Michael Shannon's name was mentioned, I would have been a pig in poo. I would have been the happiest little boy. I would have been running around with glee. Right. I'll go with it, I but guess. But I just, I, I envision Michael Shannon, and, and now that I have that, like, I feel like this is the more obvious choice. Like, Michael Shannon felt like a great left field. Like, what a crazy idea. Mm-hmm. Josh Brolin, and this isn't a bad thing. Josh Brolin is cable. Sure. It sure. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, he's exactly. rugged. He's got a military background. He's got a. He's incredibly talented. To not name drop, I'm not even going to mention the movie. I worked on a movie with Josh Brolin once, and the guy was the coolest dude. He like remembered what kind of motorcycle I drove. He like came, went out of his way to talk to everyone in the cast and crew. He was made of like puppies and rainbows. He mm-hmm. was a, a heart of gold. He's not Michael Shannon. So like a part of me wishes I never thought of Michael Shannon because now I'm like. I need to get over the the wound mm-hmm. of the breakup, mm-hmm. the Michael Shannon breakup, I until I can love Josh again. I hear you. Oh, Does that make enough. sense? Uh, yeah. I I mean, I guess I'm just not used to them having the same actor in two icons when it comes to the. My I just God. destroyed. <laughs> you just pulled the famous. I, I destroyed <laughs> everything. Uh, yeah, but when you really think about it, yes, it's Josh Brolin, which is like. He's he's a powerhouse, yeah. uh, and then when you think of it with uh, Thanos, I mean that's some heavy CGI, and it's basically it's a voiceover. Voice yeah. So yeah, of course you can. I just yeah. I didn't think about it uh, having him as it because in my mind he already was something else. He's already Thanos. Yeah, but like I said, heavy CGI and a voiceover. Yeah. You know, um, I, I'm I for me the wound is Lawrence Fishburne cannot be. <laughs> Cannot I'm be cable, but that does mean that he can be anything else mm-hmm. in the MCU, and eventually mm-hmm. they will have him. They have to get him they over. Have they to. have to get him. He's over. amazing. Mm-hmm. I know that. Um, uh, well, I, I saw something online, something with him with the possibility as I think it was Forge, or maybe it was Bishop, or something oh, like that, man. or maybe it was. I think it was Idris Elba. Someone had him as Bishop because of his glowing eyes and the latest. Uh-huh. In the latest that picture uh-huh. from last week was uh-huh. that's that was what it was. Yeah, that was yeah, me freaking out about Bishop. That's Bishop. That's Bishop. So God, um, I'm I'm a okay with it. I'm on board. He is our cable. He's got a four picture deal. You know what's gonna be great, so, Roland and Ryan Reynolds. Like I'm I'm. It's an yeah. A plus casting choice. Like yeah. all of my mm-hmm. heartache isn't Brolin. It's a lack of Michael Shannon, and I feel that with most movies that don't star Michael Shannon because they all should. It's not a Brolin <laughs> problem because people are saying it's an easy casting choice. It's like you know it's it's the safe choice. Cable isn't ever going to be safe. He's a time-traveling mutant father of X-Men. Yeah. Like, yeah. this character is not a safe thing to do ever. Yeah. So, yeah. no matter what, we're going to get crazy. No matter what, we've got an actor that's responsible. I'm just glad it's not, like... It doesn't feel like pandering. It feels like getting sure. a good quality actor. So, sure. I'm happy. Yes. He is yeah. a quality actor. It is a good casting. Uh, I totally agree. I think, it, uh, I think it's important what you pointed out. He has a four-picture deal. Uh, that is an important thing to note. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that means, uh, let's see, he's going to be Deadpool 2, 
We know he's going to be X Force. Well, he has to be. Well, <laughs> it's, I cable. Mean, it, it's cable, but yeah. like it's also been said, like cable will also be an X Force. Like mm-hmm. Deadpool two is being used part and parcel to set that up. Um, so we know those two. That leaves two others. Are we thinking Deadpool three, X Force two? I'm thinking one of those is that this, the the thing we're thinking of, and mm-hmm. I think a cameo. I think I think Cable will tie. Oh, you in. think a cameo? Yeah. If it's a cameo, I'm th- I if if he can do a cameo in that deal, New Mutants. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I, was I think New Mutants is where it's gonna right? go. Yeah, I mean, but they, they I don't know if they would count that it. as a four picture deal. Like that seems like it would be four pictures plus like a tiny cameo. With an like, actor of the caliber of Brolin, I'm sure that's part of the contract. Like, yeah, you possibly, need to tie yeah. that in up front. It's not going to be like, oh, I've got a free week. Let's do New Mutants. Like, he's a busy man. So yeah. I, I think up front you'd have to tie it in. Because Downey Jr., when he did that however many picture deal, that included his cameos. Yeah, and then think about it. It can be a cameo in the mm-hmm. sense that Robert Downey Jr. is in Spider-Man Homecoming, where you, they sure. say five, six scenes. Sure. And the brunt of it is still going to be, you know, New Mutants or whatnot, sure. whatever they decide at that point. But, you know, that's still... That's still very yeah. light for a movie for somebody of his caliber. Because my, here's here's my thinking: uh, Deadpool two to introduce him, and then uh, X Force, X Force two, and X Force three. Because everything comes in trilogies when it comes to superheroes, mm. and there's no way they're going to do an X Force movie without a leader that is Cable. Right. That is one key so thing they need. My guess: Deadpool three may be happening, probably happening. But most but likely might might doesn't cable. necessarily need Michael Sh- or Michael Shannon. You see how Sorry. hard it is. Sorry, Do you see how much it, it hurts? Uh, I, I felt him hurt. I know. I know. Was, you can see. Like a... You can mark the point where his heart <gasps> broke so right much. there. No, but Brolin. I like Brolin. I like I like Brolin. And we should say during the Marvel press event that they had last night, I can't remember if it was Variety Reporter, Hollywood Reporter, but someone asked specifically about Brolin playing Cable. And also playing Thanos, and Feige's response was, "You can play both. That's fine." <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, and it's also like it's it's. I don't mind that ever, but I especially don't mind it when it's in a voice. Yeah, like it's literally yeah. like the voice of a guy that we never see because he's a purple CGI dude. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a it's a different skill set. I mean, you don't tell yeah. a stunt man that they can't also you know act exactly. or also do a voiceover. Yeah. So. so I'm just glad that Thanos is going to stand up a little sooner when we get him in Deadpool too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, I'm moving on to Spider Man. Oh, another but thing I enjoy. Do you, do you have anything else that you want to throw in about Brolin as Cable? I was more upset in the beginning. I'm getting more used to it. It is literally not a Brolin as Cable problem. It is a Michael Shannon is not. will live forever in my heart as Cable. And yeah. I might even watch the movie picturing him the whole time. So I need to watch it again. I just hope that they have the entire cast of the Goonies somewhere in Deadpool. Just, <laughs> if Deadpool does the truffle shuffle as a meta reference, I will lose my oh, mind. Then my all God. is well with the world. <laughs> if that happens at any point, we're golden. I, I just want Data in there. Oh my God, um, yeah. right? Yeah, right? I just want oh. him in there. I love that amazing. little kid. That, uh, he was like was... in two movies and then he like disappeared. Yeah, yeah. What, and what was the... Uh, I mean, they already have a Cyclops. Short, short round in <laughs> yeah. Temple of Doom. Oh, yeah. yeah. And who was the, the... It was Carrie Green? Was that her name? The the girl who was like the girlfriend of Josh Brolin? Oh, I think so. I think it sounds really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just, she was oh, like I just remember yeah. Sean Astin in there. Yeah, she, yeah. Oh, Sean Astin and he's like yeah. carrying the ring but he's also like, this is Troy's bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move on to Spider-Man: Homecoming, <laughs> uh, where we got that was our Goonies moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, Goonies never die. Marvel uh, Goonie news. <laughs> Marvel <laughs> Goonie news. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. First look at Flash Thompson and uh, Homecoming. This comes uh, so last week in Japan they had like a foreign press tour sort of thing for Spider-Man: Homecoming, where they showed a few clips from it, uh, and Tony Revolori as Flash Thompson was one of the things that they showed. 
Uh, and of course, the press there was like, oh, well, we're going to take as many pictures as we can. Mm-hmm. And they did. And some of those made it to the internet. And this is one of them. And this is our first real look at Tony Revolori as Flash Thompson with the pop collar. Uh, <laughs> as we can see there, he's in good shape, but he's not like the giant hulking behemoth that he kind of, like behemoth of a bully that he was um, yes. in the comics. And I, that goes along with, um, I think it was John Watts and Tom Holland have both commented on, bullies today don't aren't necessarily like, come here, you point next mm-hmm. I'm going to beat you to a pulp. Give me your lunch money. I mean, sure, there's that, but I think that the, it's more mm-hmm. of a... I'm richer than you. I have more than you. I'm better than you. Right. In yeah. A thousand different There's ways. A different kind it's of like bully. The, I mean, but yeah. bright colors. Bright yeah, colors very are very bright colors. You know those those pop colors never die. Pop yeah. colors <laughs> are always <laughs> the mark of a bad person. There this is go. the pop color bucket. <laughs> now yeah. you know he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yes. Now you know. And they all still call people Poindexters. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite like old timey like you Poindexter. Like, how's that an insult? I, I got like that your word. pocket protector. I got, <laughs> I got your, your pocket, pocket protector. You buck tooth poindexter. Uh, I don't. Uh, I've just always loved it. It's like the worst insult. Like, I'm a poindexter. That's a cool sounding. That's a cool sounding <laughs> word. Call me a poindexter all you want. Uh, so uh, there's not not much to talk about there, but that is exciting. We got our first look at that. Also, mm-hmm. new rumor. Uh, this is coming from the uh, wonderful people over at the MCU Exchange. Uh, where they believe they've cracked the case of who Logan Marshall Green could be mm-hmm. in Spider-Man okay. Homecoming. All right. um, uh, so Tom Hardy. Tom <laughs> Hardy. He's playing Tom yes. Hardy. Yes. Uh, he fights. Um, he we, actually fights Tom Hardy. It's a twin. We've reached Inception. Dude, no, this is like as much as Tim McGuire and Jake Gyllenhaal had that thing in the mm-hmm. 90s. For me, Logan Marshall Green, I'm always like, which one? Which one? Yeah. yeah even Hydra Steve was like, oh, like Tom you know honestly um tom hardy replaced his face now for me once you said that <laughs> that <laughs> is only tom hardy to me yep. it's that's, a problem that's my it. love of tom hardy is a race logan marshall green i'm sorry logan yeah. marshall green <laughs> so so whenever the casting like people are like they're working with the producer and they go oh man um we want Tom Hardy, but not quite as big, like not quite as like scheduling conflicts might come into play. Logan Marshall, Green. Logan Marshall, Logan Marshall Green. Yeah. he's your guy. You want a skinnier? <laughs> My dream uh, casting of Jake Gyllenhaal on Tom Hardy is happening by way of them getting Logan yep, Marshall Green. Yep, yep. Uh, like the other Tom Hardy. <laughs> so uh, they, so a stand-in for Logan Marshall Green on Spider-Man: Homecoming somehow spoke with MCU Exchange and told them that he had the name Bryce. No on his cover eyes. Just being the stand in for Logan Marshall Green. Tom Hardy's just like, hey. And like, it's Logan Marshall Green because there's like this in joke. I'm sorry. Uh, that's universe, okay. that's what I want. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he had the last name Bryce, as in Jackson Montana oh, Bryce. Awesome. One of the three enforcers who were like the original, like three of the original gangsters for hire. They were constantly fighting Spider Man. There were the three that were in that weird cave yeah. in the Green Goblin one, I think, right? Where. Like Green Goblin hired Spider-Man 13, I want to say. It's like really early yeah. on. It was like he still had a broomstick, one. dude. Yeah, where like yeah. they flew, where Spider-Man flew to Los Angeles to be in a movie. Yeah, but it turned out it was like all like this weird thing a with the Green Goblin. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird, weird story. It's a trap. Uh, it's a trap. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he's playing one of the enforcers, which leads me to think maybe Donald Glover is one of the other two enforcers. They could rewrite it and make Prowler an enforcer. Like that could t- that type true. of character could also totally true. play yeah. as an enforcer. Also like true. a a power set that's like uh, done by them, not a superhero power set, mm-hmm. is all the enforcers. Mm-hmm. It's a special technical skill. Totally works as an enforcer, and it's a uh, like a lower grade here that could totally work. I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Prowler's an enforcer is great. 
or, or you know, just one of the other orders. Or, or just some answers. <laughs> as long as they're not all coming out of Oscorp, yeah. then we have done yeah, a step we've done in our the right yes. direction. Our there are other bad guys. <laughs> um, so, now, uh, uh, you'll have to bear with me on this one. Uh, I didn't have time to really look into this a little bit too much. Uh, but that hashtag show, again, via the wonderful people over the MCU Exchange, who are mm-hmm. uh, friends of the show and lovely, lovely uh, gentlemen and, and gentlewomen, uh, uh, broke this story that Jessica Jones season two cast breakdowns are hinting at a couple new characters to come in. Uh, per uh, as they usually do with casting, they're not using the actual names of the characters; they're all like hidden and shrouded in mystery. Uh, <laughs> like but there's Motherland a and yeah, Summer of George. Uh, there's a oh my god, Summer of George. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, Doctor Kirby is 60s male, open ethnicity, scientist, and free th- free thinker. Series regular, one year deal. Uh, the MCU exchange believes that is perfect for the Spider-Woman, Spider-Woman uh, the original Spider-Woman, Jessica oh. Drew, uh, villain mm. Dr. Carl Malus, Malus, M-A-L-U-S. Okay. Uh, and he, like, and that actually does make a lot of sense, especially if um, she doesn't get to the bottom of the whole like IGH mm-hmm. thing. It, he would be a perfect choice to be... He'd be a nice bridge into her own season. Yeah. 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 So like, uh, he like, cause he was like very much always experimenting with like that and like mutant growth and stuff like that. He kind of became a mutant on his own at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, he bonded with a symbiote at one point. Like, so he can kind haven't of haven't we all? Uh, haven't we all? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he can kind of like unhinge his jaw and grow like a bigger jaw, which is if you look at him, like that's pretty effing terrifying. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, I, I, did Serpent I, Society call for him? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried to look a, a little bit deep uh, again. Like usually, I would spend like an hour. Like, oh my, oh, I've got a who, mm-hmm. who else could it be? Like let reminding me, myself of all the other characters. This rabbit hole. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I, I didn't have time. I apologize. But I, I kind of like I, I gave it like a few minutes and looked around. I was like, I actually don't see anyone else that he could be. That's actually a really good choice. Okay. Um, uh, then there's another. Another dude, Presley, late 30s, male, African-American, intelligent-driven, and self-assured. MCU Exchange believes that that is Paladin. He's a daredevil, a mercenary seen in Daredevil, uh, who is uh, sometimes good, sometimes bad. He's worked with um, Black Cat and her, yeah. her whole team. And that, that would be fun, because then that can also bring in the Misty element mm-hmm. with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Heroes for Hire and mm-hmm. everything, so it's well, like... And her calling wing and him. I yeah. like this. Yeah. And it would make sense because he's, uh, I can't remember what he does by the day, but he's not a mercenary by day. He's like a social worker or something by day. Like he's mm-hmm. like a legitimately good guy during the day, but at night he's like, all right, I'm going to go kick some ass, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, he's just chaotic, uh, chaotic neutral when it comes to his choices. Yes, <laughs> yes very much so. Um, but it could be like he's he's trying to do the right thing. He's kind of like a copycat Oh, you know what? He's a private eye. He's not a good guy. He, what was I thinking? He's a private eye during the day. Oh, my God. Which ties into Jessica Jones. You're just, like, so casually <laughs> defeating the Marvel Universe over here. <laughs> like, do you not want toys on the desk anymore? Because no, this no, is how just... we lose toys. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't have nice things, Marquia. Uh, for those spider of, over here in safety. For those of you who are He's listening. Been through enough, Sorry, Ben. Uh, Dan Slott's ruined him plenty. Don't have to ruin it here. For those of you who's listening to our podcast, Marquia uh, is just decimating our, our podcast. Apocalypse was on his side. I was trying to fix him. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone, Marquia. Have uh, we talked about, you mentioned Black Cat. Have mm-hmm. we talked about the rumor, and I've been reading up on it, about Sony basically announcing all of these films as a way to make their market seem stronger and they're selling off their film division? 
because ah. that intrigues mm, me. I haven't heard that, and uh, I don't know. Because it's possible. them announcing the Black Cat Silver Sable thing felt like a joke that I didn't get the punchline to, mm-hmm. and mm. then I don't. We haven't heard anything since, and the Venom movie is supposed to come out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, intrigue. If that happens, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I don't which, know. Which is it's, interesting. It's entirely possible that that's a thing. Um, so anyway. Uh, Paladin is a private eye during the day and uh, kind of a mercenary for hire by night. Um, and that makes sense to me for Jessica Jones because mm-hmm. she's a private eye, so maybe the two of them are butting heads now. Ah. Maybe he's kind of a copycat Daredevil guy because mm. he's not as, as up as Daredevil. He doesn't have the special powers, but he's still, you know, an adroit fighter. Uh, Good use of adroit. Yes, well, nicely done. I studied literature. Just to call that out in the yeah. audience. Thank you. Uh, another guy, Oliver, thirty-four to thirty-eight, male, Latino, artistic, <laughs> paternal, smart, scruffy, and hip. Series regular. MCU Exchange believes he might be Otis Johnson. I hope that it's Otis Johnson. Like, ah. I have no idea who else it could be. It's such a thin. Like, there's nothing to go on. Like, Latino, artistic, <laughs> paternal, smart. Like, all right, whatever. But when I saw that their choice was Otis Johnson, I was like, that's awesome. He's uh, just like a pencil pusher for Misty Knight and the Heroes for Hire. A real who, Poindexter. I mean, he's a real yeah. Poindexter, that Otis Johnson. But in, a, in an accident with uh, AIM, he ends up getting the one superpower, and it's invulnerability. So, like, so, he survives. Hey, if there's anything to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so the, the dude can't be, like, he's not strong. He, he's not fast. He's not super smart. He's... I'm an accountant for Misty Knight and her heroes for hire. Punch, punch, punch. Oh, that doesn't hurt and you can't kill me. What a fun character. Dude, I know. Right. I like that idea. Like, That's I, a good choice. Like, I would lo- so my hope is that we get to see him kind of in the office, like working in the office. And someone comes and for messes Jessica stuff Jones, up. Like, and she doesn't know that he has this power or whatever. Like, he got it from IGH. He's uh. hoping that she can help him get to the bottom of it. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, someone comes into idea. the office to attack. And they just keep hu- punching him. He doesn't feel pain and is invulnerable. Like, he's the best punching bag ever. You <laughs> That's know? a fun character choice. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Uh, so, and then finally, here's... Uh, this is the interesting choice that they had. Uh, Ingrid... It, in quotes, early early to mid thirties, five eight, five eleven, female, dark hair, attractive, edgy, has a history of living on the streets, educated as a nurse, but streetwise is attracted to men and women. Series regular, their choice, Typhoid Mary. Yes, I love Typhoid Mary. Uh, How cool you know, would that actually be you, to finally get you know Typhoid we want Mary? Her. Yeah. We want her hard. Yeah, and, and she'd be amazing on Netflix. That's like where this character where she belongs, belongs in Netflix. Yep. She doesn't really belong in the movies as they mm-hmm. built them. She doesn't really belong on network TV. Netflix, Typhoid Mary. Please. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Typhoid Mary uh, is uh, her name. Her actual name is Mary Walker, I believe. Mary like uh, Mary Walker, and uh, she has three distinct personalities. One is sweet and nice, and sort of like, oh, I'm so sorry, like a bit of a apolo- like an apolo- like apologizing a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one is um, uh, adventurous, lustful, violent, loves men, and then the other one hates men. Mm-hmm. And she has the power. Uh, I know she's pyrokinetic. I think she also may have like low level telekinesis. I think it depends on the writer. They've they've yeah. played her a lot. They they it's haven't different. really been consistent, but she's amazing when she pops up. Um, but yeah, uh, she's uh, yeah, she, like she can set people on fire. She can set objects on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a like, fun character, and it's yeah. it's it wouldn't be too and she's costly. insane. Yeah, like it'd be a good oh, yeah, actress. She's, she's obviously insane. have someone yeah. really talented play her, so they mm-hmm. could like actually mm-hmm. express the mania. But then the the mm-hmm. actual cost of special effects wouldn't be much. Fire is more yeah. manageable than most of the stuff. Yeah. yeah, she's like an Aubrey Plaza type, but we already have mm-hmm. Aubrey mm-hmm. doing our Joker esque oh. Man of Shadows perfectly. So. Oh my God, Ooh, Legion! Aubrey Plaza. 
the oh my god that last episode oh yes my right? oh my god but uh, like but like that type yeah or Ooh, someone, I'd love to someone see Rooney we... Mara as Typhoid Mary. Oh, Rooney Mara. Ooh. I'd love to that see would, uh, a girl oh, dragon tattoo. Uh, oh, really I didn't good. actually see it, but it's I've seen good. it. She's incredible. Okay. Yeah, that would or be Or even really her good. sister, Kate Mara. Yeah, like, give me a Mara. Yeah, give me <laughs> one of the Maras. Give me a Mara. <laughs> <laughs> give me one of them she damn Maras. Re- she needs to redeem herself from you know. We don't want to talk about it. Let's say those words in this room. But one of the sacred. One of the things that I like about this character of Typhoid Mary is that she is legitimately like. Like she she has a psychosis. Like she's legitimately like her. Tatiana Maslany is her because she plays oh multiple personalities already so well. Oh and she God. looks wow! like Could Typhoid Mary, her? right? Can we get her? Can we get and then we get all the clone club? <laughs> all right, everyone write Marvel and tell them if Tatiana they don't Maslany. already have yes, Typhoid that she Mary. Has to play that. that they should find it like put Tatiana Maslany in the role of Typhoid Mary. Everyone write to Marvel <laughs> Damian, right now. Damien Arredondo had that exact thought as I said that loud, I looked in, and yes, thank you. Good call. Well done, yes, Damien. Well perfect. done. Perfect. Wonderful She's friend of the show, used to it. It's Yeah, good. yeah, that's She's awesome. already got the skill set. <laughs> yeah, that, oh my god, that yeah, perfect. Same Done. page, everyone. Done. Do it. Do it. <laughs> right, Marvel. Do it right now. We should end the show on that. Let's just go. <laughs> Except for Black Panther. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry. We'll get to Black Panther. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, what? Yeah, that is one of the things that I like about that character so much is that she is legit. She has. She actually needs psychological help. Like it's not mm. like Legion where he's like. Oh, I need to. Uh, there's a tele, telepath in here somewhere. I'm gonna dig in and find him and, and get that personality out. She legitimately cannot control her personality. Right. And I I love that. You never know what you're getting with her. You're like, oh, she's so nice and sweet and, and kind. And then all of a sudden, she's like, you're a man and I hate you. Burn. It's like what? What? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, you found a story. I did about oh yeah yeah Valkyrie in the mist in the misty night. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Do you, do you want me to move it? Okay. You, I, I, can, I, can, I can set it up if you want to knock it down. Yeah. Also, let me set it up. A fan on Twitter named Robert Young tweeted out just, just a random, mm-hmm. just thinking about it while I'm at work tweet, saying basically, I would love to see Simone Missick and uh, Tessa Thompson team up as Valkyrie and Misty Knight, which we've seen in Fearless Defenders. Yeah. And then the two women, uh, the two actresses, tweeted back second and third. Yes. Like basically, like, like I second it, I third it. But let's be honest. Would anybody say, "Nah, I'm good"? No, no, no. <laughs> Especially one. when you have these incredible characters. Yeah. Because you know, like, uh, so Tessa Thompson, this is her first time being part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Well, for both of them, mm-hmm. but uh, but and she gets Valkyrie. Oh, she gets she... Valkyrie. Oh my God, that's like. Uh, like she's already won the genetic lottery, and now oh, she's won she's, like the MCU yeah. lottery. This is, like, this is yeah. amazing. Uh, of course, she's not going to say no. And then yeah. have fearless defenders. It was a like it was a limited. I, I actually haven't. That wasn't. I actually haven't uh, read all of it yet. I'm going to go back and read. It came out in like 2013. Mm-hmm. I want to say something like thing? that. Yeah. Fearless defenders. So I need to finish that one off. But uh, yeah, the two of them team together. It's Misty Knight and Valkyrie. How can you go wrong with this? Yeah. There's nothing to go wrong There's with it. There's nothing that can go wrong. It's a shame that the movies don't cross over with the TV so much because I yeah. doubt we'll ever see that. Yeah. But that would be amazing. Or at least an animated series. We could do animated. We could do animated, I mean, right? Planet Hulk was animated. We could do this. <laughs> we can do a Fearless Defenders animation. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on real quick because we do have a lot to get to uh, at the end of the show. Uh, we got our first look at uh, Punisher in costume. Uh, with the the skull uh, the skull cover the bulletproof skull jacket uh, and it looks cool. Bulletproof. 
Well, not bulletproof, but like it's probably bulletproof. Come on, yeah. it's Kevlar. You know it's Kevlar. No, I just like that there's bullet holes in the skull. Yeah, in uh, the skull well, the design. Paint's not bulletproof. No, no. So oh. he underneath it. There you go. That's why I'm wearing this shirt today. It's it's well done. It's well done. No, we see the skulls. We see the skulls. We see the skulls in your shirt. Just celebrating that image. Yeah, that I image just, I love seeing the Punisher beat up. Mm-hmm. I'm just one of those people. There's something about seeing him with bruises no, on but, his face. He, he was out doing what he thinks is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, every single bruise tells a story. And I want to know that story. I want to know the story of every single one of those bruises. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope he gets it's, beat up all season. <laughs> I really, really Ollie, you're sadistic. <laughs> For Marquia's sake. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Marquia, you're sadistic. I mean, I only approve of it. He's the Punisher. <laughs> you're He's... both sadistic. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's fun. We're excited. Uh, that'll probably come out this year. That's my guess. So, uh, I should have put this after Spider-Man, but uh, Spider-Man animated over at Sony, which Marvel has nothing to do with, uh, have cast Shamik Moore from Dope and the Get Down as Miles Morales. Congrats. And Liv, Liv Schreiber is joining the project as the movie's villain. Everyone see Dope and realize that Miles Morales does exist in the movie Dope. Yeah, yeah really does. <laughs> and then be excited that we get Miles Morales in the animated series as played by a guy that's already played him very well in Dope. This is perfect. It's perfect. It's so good. It really is. Like, nice. like it, it was so funny because I was like, oh, it's not Donald Glover. Then I saw who it was and I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> that's okay, never mind. Like, that's I'm cool. all good. I'm all yeah, good. Never this. mind. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I watch that movie more often than most movies. And every time I'm like, this is what I remember the feeling of being a kid and experiencing like teen and, and like high school. And like, it, it gives you all those feels of like outcast cool like the on the on the good side of it yeah and like that's miles morales to me like he's a kid that's like too smart for his own good that like really doesn't know how to handle people and like that is so well played by this guy and now he's playing him for real yeah i'm so (laughs) so excited uh uh liv schreiber who do you want to see him play he's the villain who has the gruffness craven exactly oh nice craven for me would they do that I don't, they could. I think Why wouldn't they? they? Do that. I think they totally should. Oh wow! The only I thing I, I like wouldn't, that. the only reason I wouldn't want Craven and animated is because it's a character that would translate so well to film. Yeah, and you could have both. You can't have both. You but why both. not do a character that wouldn't translate well to film and animated? Mm. Like the, the so, range of what you can do with animated, like right. Mysterio could be like tripping balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like yeah. you could Mysterio. really go yeah. and like stuff like that is it gives a certain depth that animated can't do things, film can, and vice versa. That's all I'm saying. Whenever I think of Mysterio, though, I think of, um, oh, God, what was that? Um, Dr. Hammer, um, uh, the Joss Whedon thing that he did with Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh, Dr. Horrible? Dr. Horrible and the sing-along blog. blog. Thank you. Um, Whenever I think of Mysterio, I think of, like, a set-alone, like, a standalone of Neil Patrick Harris doing Mysterio in that way. (laughs) That's whenever I think of it. Wait, Neil Patrick Harris as Mysterio? yeah. I'm so on board for that. Yeah, and then like I've it never, steadily gets awesome. darker and darker and yeah. darker as it goes along. Kind of like how you want Telltale Games to like make a Mr. Sinister game where it's like you think you're the good guy. Yeah. Um, and then like as things progress, you get more and more into genetics and then like, you know, all Become of these. Like, yeah. Exactly. And then at the end, it's like, I was a villain all along. I love like villain like origin stories. They're always so fascinating to me. Yeah. I love that stuff. All right. Uh, I love Craven. Uh, the ultimate version where he's a reality star, or the uh, original be, version. Where it'd be six one six for me. If, yeah, if they're going to go with Live Schreiber, if they went um, Gerard Butler ultimate, I'd love the idea of Ultimate oh, Craven Gerard wow. Butler, yeah. <laughs> like reality <laughs> TV Gerard Butler. Like, yeah. Oh, like that. Yes. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, also, it'd be fun to be like see Tombstone. Like he'd be a fun little like whispering live Shriver sure. villain, like yeah. stuff like that, like a gangster. But once again, animated. You want to go full tilt. You want to go full. I'm sorry, when he said that, all I could see was like Gerard Butler going, "This is my last hunt. <laughs> <laughs> this is Sweeps Week." <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, let's move on to some quick Guardians news. Uh, before we uh, kind of shuffle off and talk about all the stuff that came out this morning from last night's uh, press mm-hmm. event. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, so this is amazing. I love this story so much. James Gunn was asked on Twitter if he would ever consider doing a Guardians Christmas special. Like a holiday special. Like the Star Wars holiday special. Uh Yes, please. His answer, uh, so uh, the the tweet came from Jenna Costa Didi, who tweeted at James Gunn, have you thought about doing a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special for ABC in the future? James Gunn's response was, honestly, yes, I talk about this all the time with Kevin Feige. We both find the idea fun and funny. And another tweet, I couldn't find it, but I remember reading it. Oh, that picture is glorious. I haven't even seen that yet. Oh my God, yes. Uh... Yeah. Um, the, wow. The, the, pic, the picture uh, is uh, Star-Lord Santa. <laughs> yeah, Star-Lord in a Santa hat, Gamora in a, I guess, a Miss Santa Claus dress. Mrs. Claus? She's, Mrs. Claus. She's canon, Mrs. Claus. She's Mrs. Claus, yeah. Uh, with, of course, Star-Sword. And Groot is lit up with a, a lights. Christmas tree and he looks Christmas like he has lights. a little light above. Oh, that's adorable. I Our love that so hard. Here. Everybody's got Santa hats on. Everyone's got, oh, I love that so yeah. hard. Um <laughs> I couldn't find the tweet, but there was another tweet where he said the holiday special was one of his favorite things as a kid. Like, which makes him like one of yeah. six people in the entire world who actually love the Star Wars holiday special. Because have you tried to watch that recently? Uh, I have as a drinking game, and I don't remember the ending. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's kind of the only way you can get through it. It's real, real tough. I, I apologize to all of you who love it. It's tough. Yeah, like, I can admit, the Doctor Strange film from 1978, it's not good. It's hard to get through. It's real hard Thanks to get through. Thanks, real man. Okay. That. That's it, fair. That does. That's fair. Thank you. Thank you. I'm a real man. That's. Yep. You heard it here first, everybody. Koi, Koi confirms. confirms. Mad key. Real man. Yeah. Mad key. No, real no, man. we hear you. You hate uh, Chewbacca. We oh, come on. That yeah. is not no, no, true. We, we, I love Kashyyyk, and I, I wish Chewbacca's <laughs> family the best on Life Day. I just wish they had done a better <laughs> holiday special about it. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, I think that's great. I, I doubt it will ever happen, but uh, we talked about it on Screen Junkies Leslie when the news broke. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, I think if they did that, it would be uh, the group family. Because let's be honest. You'd have to, like, right? The Wookiees all just like screaming at each other with no subtitles for five minutes. Where you're just like, <laughs> I don't know what the F is going on. I just know that hairy people are yelling at each other mm-hmm. in nonsensical language. That's what Groot would, be. would be. be like, like, I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. And like, they're all like cooking vegetables or whatever they eat. Humans. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I thought that was a fun story. I thought we'd oh throw God, it in. What would they eat? I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Water and sunlight. Sunlight. <laughs> I guess. They have like energon cubes. They're transformers this whole time. Or like the dark no. side. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined Koi. Just Michael Bay comes in like this is how you do it. <laughs> oh no, lens flare, lens flare. Uh, so uh, James Gunn also confirmed he will be doing Guardians of the Galaxy three. Now this has been go- this is exciting. It's been going back and forth. Uh, people have been asking him for a while, and he's always said, I don't know, maybe. I, I'm not in it. Like, obviously the money's nice. I want to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not trying to leverage money. Like, I just, I have my heart, soul, and mind all have to be in the right place to want to do it and to need to do it. Like, yeah. obviously I want to, but do I need to? And it turns out he needs to. And he wrote, yeah, I, I, I encourage all of you to go look this up. 
Go find what his Facebook message where he wrote about it. It's a really sweet letter to the fans talking about how much uh, the fan the fans mean to him, the fandom, how much he appreciates that, how much he needs that, um, and how you know it's just it's a great uh, it's a great great read. But I did want to point out something that he said in there. Uh, much of what's happened in the MCU for the past 10 or so years has been leading in a big way to the Avengers Infinity War. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will happen after all of that. It will conclude the story of this iteration of the Guardians and help catapult both old and new Marvel characters into the next 10 years and beyond. And then he goes on to say how he's going to work with Kevin Feige to construct the Marvel Cosmic Universe and everything else. Um, So that, to me... Is that the future of the Marvel, co- like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is cosmic? Mm. Oh, and yeah. James Gunn, yeah. and, and, and I can't, I can't speak about anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, it sounds like from some of the little bitty things that I've heard uh, from other various friends, there's a couple kinds of things like that in Guardians, where it's like, oh, this might be setting something up for something, and that's not news. Every single movie has like, yeah. and the, it's like it's a it's the extended universe, but mm-hmm. it's just like. What I heard, I'm like, okay, okay, that's a thing that, okay, I see what you, okay. Like, okay. so, um, and the next couple of weeks will be interesting in terms of both Guardians and in terms of the future of the cosmic universe, because it sounds like James Gunn has a few irons in that particular fire that Marvel Studios is interested in. And I'm A-okay with that. Yeah. Yes. So the big question, though, is what's Phase 4? Like, is there a big overarching villain for Phase 4? Are they resetting it and doing, like, 4, 5, and 6, where we're going to have a new th- 3... Like ten, giant film trilogy, twelve, sense. twelve movie, <laughs> the next ten villain. years, yeah, uh, a new decade. Oh my god! Like if they do, like just think about that. If they do a phase four, five, and six, kids who were born when phase one started will be in college. Did I just break you? I'm just so <laughs> old. Suddenly, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll be so much older. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I, okay I broke with, my own heart by the way saying that. It I'm okay me. with dying watching Spider Man. I'm cool. With it. Like, <laughs> I'm 90, and they're like, "Ah, the 12th Spider Man was just cast." I'm like, "Good for Good. him. Good for him." Uh, Stallone. I just saw him on the Hollow Cube. Yeah. <laughs> Stallone was confirmed even more to be Starhawk. Uh, <laughs> it, it sounds like it's pretty 100 percent certain that uh, he is. In. He is a uh, Stekar Ogard. Uh, uh, there was a uh, Stitch Kingdom was at a screening for the film, got their hands on the promotional material uh, for the film. And the quote that they have is, a lifelong respected Ravager, Stekar isn't fond of Yondu. Sylvester Stallone offers the character's backstory, uh, saying, Stekar has, uh, let's see, what's uh, Stallone's voice? Stekar uh, banished Yondu uh, many years earlier for doing something wrong and finally sees him uh, almost 20 years later at this particular establishment called Iron Lotus where all the ravages go to blow off steam. Is that a good Stallone? That was very good. That was very good, but you have to say three seashells at the end. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'll see him to a particular establishment called Iron Lotus where all the ravages go to blow off Then we have a confrontation which is pretty intense and it's kind of a father-son type of of thing. Now he's going to uh, have have to pay the pipers. It's karma come back uh, tenfold. Uh, Susie sells, uh, she sells. (laughs) <laughs> How do I do? Three seashells. The what? three seashells. I, I don't know. From Demolition Man. Oh, oh my God. I forgot about it. I was just like, well, all but right, I'll say she it. She also does sell seashells. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I was like, Susie sells seashells. Uh, so, uh, so uh, Stakar uh, hates Yondu, basically. Uh, mm-hmm. The two of them have an altercation. Uh, Stakar is uh, up there on uh, with the Ravagers. He's a... My guess is that he's not exactly how he is in the comics. That he 
hasn't prayed to a hot god on Arcturus. He probably doesn't have, like, the powers of the hot god. He's probably not, like, physically bonded in the same space with his stepsister Alita. She's probably a whole other character. She's probably going to be an awesome badass and a character that we all fall in love with later on in the series and in Guardians 3 if he survives it. Yeah, if only uh, because there isn't time, not because we wouldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Just, yeah. It's that's... just way too much to set up for one character who's marginally in the background. Exactly. Uh, but uh, it, I don't know. Like, the more and more I hear about this, the more I think, I actually think he's the Ravager who's after the, the Guardians more than than Yondu. Because we've heard that the Ravagers are chasing after mm-hmm. the Guardians. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like, well, that's Yondu. He's chasing him. Then he eventually teams up with him. I think it's I think it's Stallone. I think Stallone I think is like, that, like that you makes cast Stallone to not do a lot. Right. Yeah. Like like, like it would be kind of a waste. Yeah. Well, I thought it was like just going to be kind of a cameo kind of mm-hmm. thing, but he's in it, and now he's like in the future of it. Like James Gunn has said, no, he's actually really important to the future of the of the Marvel Cosmic Universe. There like, we go. I so my guess is he survives this movie and he goes on and um here's here's what I think is going to happen with this character and I, I've said it before but I just want to reiterate it. I think, I think in this film we are going to hear the names Martinex, Charlie, maybe Charlie Twenty Seven, Vance Astro, and I th- or something something along those lines. Mm-hmm. And I think all of them are Ravagers along with Stackar, Ogard, mm-hmm. uh, Starhawk. Charlie Twenty Seven is like the huge one. He's right? the big one who was yeah. like genetically engineered human to survive on Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martinex is uh, genetically engineered to survive on Pluto, and he can operate in both temperature extremes of hot and cold mm-hmm. um so those are the original guardians from the 31st century and i think james gunn is paying homage to them by making all of them ravagers and i think that's the future of the ravagers storyline i and i i i i can't guarantee you but my guess is we'll hear at least one more of those names thrown in peter mm-hmm. do says so if he's a ravager then michael rosenbaum is also a ravager what do you think I think that's possible. If that's uh, if that's the case, he's probably Vance Astro or uh, um, Martinex. Um, or I'm holding out hope that he's uh, Richard Ryder. Or oh, I love uh, that so much. Yeah, he looks or, good bald. Or, I'd love to see Sam Alexander's surfer. dad. I'd love to see him as Silver Surfer. He looks good bald. We're not going to see it. him. As We've surfer. had that experience. We're not going to see him as Silver Surfer. <laughs> I can dream. Keanu, We're not going to see Keanu Reeves as Silver Surfer. Oh my God! Yes. Reeves, Whoa! Silver. I know power cosmic. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, all right, <laughs> we got to move on. Yeah. Uh, Marvel will be at Hall H. That's exciting because there's yeah. been there's been there's there's been uh, curiosity. We yeah, wondered because D twenty three is the week right Comic-Con before Comic Con. People, yes, confirmed. Uh, so uh, yeah, they that nice. news just came out today. Apparently, Feige said something at the Marvel thing that they had last night. Um, oh, there's Chris Hardwick. What a guy. No, um, love the gad guy. Uh, so uh, they'll be at Hall H this year. There's no other news. We don't know what they're gonna bring. But if we look at last year, so here's here's how last year went. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there, and then you guys tell me what you think we're going to see. Okay. Uh, last year, it started with them announcing the entire Black Panther cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it moved, if I remember correctly, to Doctor Strange and showed uh, the first big full trailer. Then it went from there to seeing a bit of a sizzle reel for Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, and I that it feels like there was one more thing, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, Thor Ragnarok, duh. There was like right after Doctor Strange, they're like, Oh, by the way, we've also got this Thor Ragnarok thing, and I was like, Whoa, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> so they showed four things last year, mm-hmm. um, and all four of those things were in some degree of 
being created. So what what does Marvel have? They've got Thor Ragnarok. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my guess is we'll see our first big full trailer, full trailer. for yeah, Thor I mean, Ragnarok have there. To, by that point. Because um, it comes my, out November, right? Yeah. yeah. My guess is that we'll get all of our casting news on Captain Marvel and the director if we don't already know. But we'll, I, my guess is that we'll find out about the director in the next month or two. Yeah. I'd be surprised if we didn't. Especially if it's true, like, like apparently, like, Peyton Reed, like, let it slip yesterday at the Marvel event that mm-hmm. he, like, they were talking about Captain Marvel and the concept art. And he goes, he said something like, um, I'm, I'm just going to get to this news now. He said something like, Oh, I thought that they already uh, found the director. They found her today, didn't they? And the producer that was there was like, like no, 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 no. And he's like, or or not? No, they apparently they did not. Just like Never that, Ant Man two loses a director like Ant Man one. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, so uh, that was apparently kind of a surprise, kind of like oops. Um, but uh, if that's true, if that's true, if he heard correctly, then uh, it's probably we'll probably hear in a month or yeah. so. Uh, they'll well, they'll make that announcement and get it out in the trades. I mean, they start filming not too long. I mean, like I next think year. They start but filming still. in January, but she thought, the, the yeah, directors January, still February need to get, of next year, right? Yeah, but yeah. the directors still get any time to do pre like pre production on it. Everything. Pre everything. Um, I mean, they're already doing concept art. She's already mm-hmm. in Infinity War. Is yeah. I'm, I'm certain that she is at least. Um, I don't know if it's been confirmed that she is, but I imagine that we're going to get introduced to Carol Danvers at the very least. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping it's going to be a quick in- introduction and then what we know will happen will happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope that. that they have the Psyche Magnetron. Uh, you can't say that name without saying, like, you have to do the nerd voice. You have to, Ollie. That's the rule. Mm-hmm. Little Psyche Magnetron. Um, you have to do the Poindexter voice. Point voice. Uh, <laughs> Point voice. Point voice. <laughs> That's the hashtag for this show. Yeah. Poindexter. Poindexter. Hashtag, Poindexter. Poindexter. hashtag, uh, hashtag Matt Poindexter. Poindexter. <laughs> uh, but um, so my guess is that we'll we'll get all the casting. Like, are we going to see what's the uh, Jan Vog, Jan Rog? Why am I forgetting the, the, the Captain Marvel villain? All the uh, Jan Jan Rog, I think. Yeah. Anyway, have I'll, they announced I'll... the Captain Marvel villain? They have not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm saying, but, saying they will. Like, they are one of the big ones. Like they're the Kree scientist who activated the yeah. Psyche Magnetron and it's all that stuff. It took them forever to announce the Wonder Woman. I would think they wouldn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Although, my guess yes, is that I they'll announce DC, that. But still cool. uh, they'll announce any of the other Captain Marvel allies and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. The same way that they did Black Panther, and that's all we'll see. We might see like the concept art since they have concept art for Carol Danvers in the costume yeah. we'll probably see that then then they'll move on to the Thor Ragnarok you trailer what, you know what I want an animated teaser for Infinity War be oh like my God. Here, here's something none of that's gonna happen <laughs> enjoy enjoy, <laughs> enjoy uh, then we'll see uh, sizzle reel for Black Panther the same way that they did for Spider-Man Homecoming where they'll be like here's a sense of what we're doing with Conda and here's a sense of what you're gonna get to see because we're not gonna see a trailer for that until Captain Marvel. Uh, no. Uh, no, because Cap- well, like Black Panther comes out in February next year. Yes, February My guess 16th, is that we'll 2018. S- you know what? Maybe we will see a trailer because Marvel's never By done then. a film that early. We might g- actually get a Black Panther teaser. It'd be seven Comic-Con. months out, which yeah. is like similar, to the pacing of, yeah, yeah. similar pacing of Thor. Yeah. I yeah. bet, you know what? I have to change it. I bet we don't. I bet we get a teaser and the back the behind the scenes featurette that they showed the. I, I think the, they'll do a behind the scenes featurette and then say that's it and then be like oh, oh wait here's the like, teaser well, I guess yeah. we could show you one other thing yeah. Yeah. And, and then my guess is that we'll see like a like a sort of behind the scenes featurette for Infinity War or an actual teaser for Infinity War as well yeah. that's, what I, that's what, want, what I don't want I don't want them to announce the next 10 years of Marvel 
Ooh. I don't want that. Oh, no. They could save yeah. that until 2018. I don't want them to ever do it again. <laughs> I was so disappointed when they announced the entire Phase 3. Oh, really? I was really? so bummed to know Why? what every movie was and what all the future held. and Because there's we literally... When was the last time a new movie was announced that was surprising? Well, I mean, well, I mean Ant-Man and the Wasp was the well, only one surprising as in yeah. happiness. Yeah, but it's been, it's been <laughs> very, like, we do... A sh- we as nerds, not just us, but we mm-hmm. as nerds haven't had a new announcement of a new character as a show that was exciting because the closest we've had is Punisher, and he was already mm-hmm. backdoor piloted. I want to go into a thing and have a single movie announced and have that be exciting again because that's how it was. Phase one and phase mm-hmm. two, we got to be like, oh, they're making a blankety blank movie? This was, it just felt blankety like blank's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the spot's incredible. I love all her powers. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? She's like, great. She's I just the don't best. like knowing what the next 10 years of my life look like. So That's I, I would like there to be a surprise again because I feel like what DC has is is they have the ability to surprise us by being like, oh, by the way, Green Lantern confirmed plus director. I want that feeling for Marvel. Yeah, they're slate too. But to be they, fair, they didn't do it as, mm. as they didn't do it as big or broad. And I th- I at the time I still agreed. Like I think Marvel did the great a great thing by saying here's a giant fan event. Everyone come to it. By the way, here's what we're doing. I like that they know. Like, that I just was don't amazing. I'm the guy that doesn't like trailers after the first trailer, though. So I'm hoping I just get well, to stay naked. Uh, I, you know, not everyone can be smart. Yes, we Some want people, Koi we, to stay naked. I would so. always like to stay naked. It's knowledge <laughs> and clothing. Hey, the world needs idiots, Koi. <laughs> hey, you know what? The live chat agrees with me. Tim Kogan, thank you. Uh, well. Langley, uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, Langley, <laughs> Langley, you agree with me. Just, Langley. Like, read every day. I'm like, yes, I agree. Langley, you agree with me. <laughs> You tell Koi he's wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, let's do... So our show gets to come to you guys because we have sponsors. And one of our sponsors uh, is MVMT. MVMT watches. Yes. Uh, we all love our MVMT watches. We all wear them a yeah. lot. Got, um, I get so many compliments on Oh, this. so do I. So do I. Yeah. I really do. And, and, and as I've said before, I'm not a watch guy. But then, then MVMT was like, hey, we want to sponsor your show. By the way, here's a watch. Give it a shot. You know, if you don't like it, then you, I guess you don't have to talk about it. And I was like, well, all right, I'll take that challenge, MVMT. <laughs> and I love it. I love it. Challenge. 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 I love it. Uh, MVMT uh, watches pronounced movement. If, if you were wondering, they took mm. the vowels out. It's pronounced movement watches. Founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. Watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering high-quality minimalist products at revolutionary prices with over one million watches sold to over 160 plus countries around the world. Movement Watches has solidified itself as the world's fastest growing watch company, and I believe it because these watches are great. Uh, you guys, you guys wear these all the time, right? Yeah, I actually don't own any other watch uh, yeah. except for the ones that they gave us. Yeah, yeah I have three. And I rotate yeah. between all of them. Three MVMT Three MVMT watches. watches mm-hmm. All MVMT, but I, I can dress for different wardrobe options. Yeah. I so. have um, Assassin, which is all mm-hmm. black. I, I named these, by the way. That is not what the name is on the mm-hmm. website. I think it's um, the Boulevard Melrose is the all black one. And then I have Alias, which is what I call uh-huh. this one. Um, because Cause yeah. it turns you into Jennifer Garner. <laughs> <laughs> I like the laugh mid joke that you were like trying to like. No, it's like because it's all rose gold sure. and yeah. I just I like it because I can feel like different people in it. Mm-hmm. I have yep. this one I that I wear when I uh, am wearing all dark colors, and mm-hmm. so it ties me mm-hmm. dark. I have one with a brown band that matches my nice brown shoes, and then mm-hmm. I have my formal one, which is the one you're wearing there, because it has nice accents, so I can wear jewelry with it. Ooh. MVMT accessories. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I just can, love the company because. Can I just? This is this was funny. Uh, when I first started wearing the watch, right after 
like I got married also, ah. uh, I w- we were driving somewhere and Brittany, my, my wife, if you don't know, uh, saw my hand on the wheel and saw the, the ring and the watch. She's like, oh, you look, you look so grown up wearing a watch with that ring. And I was like... I'm an adult now. <laughs> it wasn't the marriage. It wasn't like, yeah, I'm, like oh, I'm wearing I a watch with the ring. <laughs> I'm an adult. Yeah, like and I drive like this. Yeah, it's Los Angeles. Brittany so. drives often because Matt yeah. doesn't make it very I'm like, far. No, we gotta go. Why doesn't our car ever go straight? But he always knows what time it is when he hits the pole. <laughs> always knows. Well, officer, always it knows. was approximately time to leave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, Movement watches start at just ninety five dollars uh, at a department store. You're looking at four to five hundred bucks. So like this is quite the steal for this mm-hmm. kind of a quality watch. Uh, and uh, they've got what, over one million watches sold in over one hundred sixty countries, as I've already said. Uh, get fifteen percent off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com slash marvel. Uh, uh, and yeah, fifteen percent off. It's amazing. It's like twelve yeah. bucks off the ninety five. It's like eighty three dollar watch. Come on, guys. Awesome. It's almost Father's Day. Oh my goodness! Is it? Isn't that? Isn't I mother, don't know. Isn't Mother's, Mother's Day, Day supposed first? to come first? But is, is I thought that we like just missed it. Moms don't wear watches. <laughs> I, think we, I thought we just had Mother's Day. Is did, that coming? Did, no, no. we just had it in May, right? I did not forget my mom. Someone oh, Google Mother's Day. <laughs> Every day should be Mother's Day and Father's Day. They made you. True, Mother's Day, twenty seventeen. Uh, you know what? Right. Blankety blank would know because she knows everything. Yeah, blankety blank is the best one. She knows everything. You got a fan cast. <laughs> we, we are trying to figure this out. It depends out. Depends on the timeline, also. Like, and blank. is it the 616 or the 1610? I mean, which I version know. are we going with? Dakota Fanning <laughs> is blankety blank. Oh. Abigail <laughs> Breslin is blankety blank. Mother's Day is Sunday, May 14th, guys. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Way to okay. go, Coy. Way to freak us all out. All right, let's go. <laughs> so last night they had a big time press screening of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 for the press. Um, I got to talk to. Uh, Roth Cornette over at Screen Junkies about it. Um, oh, love us some Roth. And uh, she would, like, true to the NDA that she signed, would not, e- like, as a friend and a colleague, would not even tell me anything beyond, I liked it. And I was like, no, like, and she's like, and she even prefaced, no emotion, because I don't even want to give that away. I'll just say I liked it. And I was like, all right. And I kept yes. asking her questions. She's like, stop asking me, because I can't answer. Like, she, all, all in a very friendly way, but, like, yeah. that was... Basically it. But before they all went, they were invited to some pre-event. And none of the reporters going knew really 100% what it was. Turns out, Marvel Open House. Uh They were like, they opened up the doors. They're like, come into the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory. Exactly. Yeah. So they all got to go in. Uh, There were no no cameras allowed. Mm -hmm. Uh, They couldn't bring out their phones and record anything. They recorded the event for the press. Like oh. on on cassette, so like they sent that out uh, this morning and everything. Wow, cassettes to still all live. of the cassette. Yep, yep, yep. They they uh, mailed the cassettes to everybody. I'm just kidding. That's not how it worked. <laughs> um, but uh, they they did um, record everything for everyone uh, to reference for their notes, and then mm-hmm. they had an embargo on everything until nine o'clock this morning, and then every single site was like, "Here's everything we saw." <laughs> uh, so here's everything. We're going to go through it as fast as we can. Uh, first of all, I want to point out, Feige said that he's cool with Batgirl and, and, and Joss Whedon. Like, in fact, Whedon contacted Feige a few months ago and said, yeah. hey, here's this... Why wouldn't anybody be okay with that? Well, I'm, I mean, but it's, I know that it, there were people that were, like, 
it does seem very much like it's DC's middle finger to Marvel. Like, ha we got Joss Whedon. <laughs> and a, it turns it's out... It's a talented person. He's a talented you know, director who yeah, handles like female heroes really well. Yeah, like, female-centric property. I have no problem with that. I'm that excited. Doesn't, that doesn't excited. mean we can never use him again. I mean, yeah. he gave us Avengers. It's cool. Let him, yeah, let him help DC. Age of Ultron, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I bet Whedon's version of Age of, Age of Ultron... No offense, Marvel. I know you watch our show... But uh, I bet Age of Ultron would have been better with less interference from Marvel Studios. I think, and I think they probably learned a lesson because Marvel mm-hmm. learns their lessons. I, I feel, you know. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Black Panther. Do, do they, they Scott Buck? <laughs> Marvel Studios Marvel is Studios different from Marvel learns. Television. Sorry, I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, you've got uh, Marvel and uh, Misty Knight back to back. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. they showed up. Show. So here's everything they showed. They showed some concept art. And the concept art, they saw Thanos, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man of the Wasp concept art. They showed uh, the dailies from Black Panther, ah. um, which is, they typically don't show dailies at all. <laughs> like, that's a, hey, here's the unfinished product of what is eventually going to be put through, like, effects and sound and color correction and all this other. Here's just yes. the raw footage from the day, you know. <laughs> Uh, Can we talk about some of those dailies? Um, And uh, they also showed a sort of like behind the scenes featurette sizzle reel for Black Panther. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, They uh, interviewed Taika Waititi about Thor Ragnarok where he told some stuff. They saw a bit of visual effects stuff for Spider-Man Homecoming. So we're going to go through that really fast. Uh, Black Panther sizzle reel. Uh, They said, uh, Kevin Feige said, going forward, Black Panther really is a big part of the ongoing cinematic universe. I don't think this is a thrown away line. I think that this is actually a very important thing. One of the more important things maybe to come out of last night because Black Panther is going to become like the new Captain America and Iron Man. It, he's it both. It has the traction He really is for both. He's, yeah. he's, he's amazing. Black yeah. Panther is amazing. I don't know if you have... I'm sorry, have you met Black Panther? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's absolutely amazing. He has all these storylines. He's... he's He's everything. Yeah. And I love that the way that he was introduced in Civil War that um and we talked about this where mm-hmm. it was like some people were like, Oh, I didn't know if he was a bad guy or not. It's like, okay, okay, the welcome welcome to the Black Panther universe. Uh-huh. Uh first and foremost. And then like, uh, no, he's totally a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that can make very poor choices. Uh-huh. Uh everyone and, in Marvel can. And it feels like just from everything that was happening with Black Panther, like they, yes, they put a lot into Black Panther, but it also kind of felt like a standalone. Mm-hmm, and because mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. this beautiful world that's encapsulated, it can then branch off to other things. It's kind of like, for me, Guardians of the Galaxy, when they had that, it felt like a standalone. Mm-hmm. It felt like, oh, this is great, all these Easter eggs and da 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 da. But it felt like its own movie, kind of like Die Hard felt like its own movie, but you had these characters in this, mm-hmm. well, you know, Die Hard, Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, I'm talking about all of them at the same time. You have these characters that can exist in other scenarios. So instead of this, like, cliffhangy, and we'll tell you the rest of the story some other time, mm-hmm. it's like, no, there's more story to be told because we know these characters now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Yes, I'm very excited about Black Panther. <laughs> That's basically. Uh, no, no, I'm glad we're I, yeah. like hearing everything that we heard today and everything else. Like, I'm I'm very excited for Black Panther. Like, is if I needed to be even more excited. Like, I'm super excited for it now. Um, so they uh, uh, they someone referred to uh, this as Wakanda's origin story uh, because mm-hmm. it's very much Wakanda coming onto the world stage for the first time ever, where they're like, "Hey, we're Wakanda." Uh, we exist. Um, we have 
uh, vibranium. We have uh, incredibly advanced technology that your uh, your side of the hemisphere has never seen. Uh, and uh, here we are. And, and I like they refer to it as a Wakanda origin story, not Black Panthers. Yeah. I like that. Like yeah. we we already we didn't need that whole backstory in Civil War because the character is strong enough, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and and Chadwick Boseman's performance is strong enough. So I like the idea that Wakanda gets to be fleshed out, so we can just reinforce our love of the character instead yeah. of distracting from it. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but they also have uh, uh, advanced tech that they're not sharing with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. That's probably where the geopolitical stuff comes mm-hmm. in. Is Wakanda is now on the world stage and the Winter Soldier stuff? Are, uh, I mean, and the Winter Soldier in, stuff. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, they they were able to freeze Bucky. So that happened. Yep. 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 <laughs> so uh, along with uh, along with this, uh, the black uh, they also showed with the dailies. Like I kind of like here's everything that they showed about Black Panther. Mm-hmm. They showed a lot apparently of the uh, Dora Milaje. I'm saying that correctly. Dora, Dora Milaje. Milaje. Uh, part of that was you saw uh, Lupita Nyong'o as uh, kicking butt as Nakia as Nakia taking out some bad guys amidst a lot of gunfire. Like, and, and you know what? I bet it looked great. Yeah. And they gave her time to do the choreography. Oh. Uh, yeah. And to yeah. really get into character. 20 to 25 whole minutes before instead of 15. Really right. Yeah. They gave her an extra 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, apparently, like I read a, a description of the footage on, uh, I think on Nerdist, where they talked about it and said, like, there's all these thugs. Like, I, I don't know who they were. Like, I'm guessing they work with Claw or something. Mm. All these thugs. And she's just wearing, like, this dark green hoodie and operating out of the shadows taking all these dudes down as they're shooting at her and they can't hit her and apparently uh, I think this is Dan Casey writing about it over at Nerdist he said that there was a mistake in the footage where she got her hoodie like her cloak got caught on a car door mm-hmm. that wasn't supposed to happen but she was so good at it she just rolled with it Improvised getting out of it and still went and kicked the That's deck. awesome. Nice. So uh, I, I, since oh. I didn't see it I can't comment on it but uh, then they also saw uh, Danae Guerrera at the coronation of T'Challa. Uh, he get, he's getting coronated at the at Warrior Falls, and like these boats are all rolling up to the coronation, and Danae Guerrero is there as part of that. Uh, Lupita is on a second boat all by herself, uh, coming from uh, a border tribe, as it's described. Um, a border so, tribe, a border like a border of Wakanda. Oh, okay, uh, which to me means is she like. Sort of like the Jabari tribe? Is she coming from like, Michael B. Like, Jordan or like uh, from his tribe? Or I mean, because there's different uh, ones. There's the Crocodile tribe. There's the Lion tribe. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They are, their lead person is Sockmeat. They um, and then of course White Gorilla cult Mbaku, and that's yeah. Mbaku. Yeah. So I mean, my guess other is ones. she's coming from one of those, and that maybe there's a question of loyalty in the movie in some mm. capacity. I, and then of course she turns out to be the most loyal person ever. But you know, we'll, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, they also showed. Um, Claw. So this this took place in South Korea. Uh, Ulysses Claw, uh, played by Annie Circus, enters a casino in South Korea. He's got uh, a lot of people with him. Uh, someone said Claw party of eight, and then he goes to meet with Everett Ross. And the entire time he's uh, walking through, you can hear T'Challa and his door Malaje saying. He's entering, he's coming here, he's doing this, he's about to come here. And then he sits down with Everett Ross, and then an attack happens, Everett Ross steals the briefcase from Claw and runs off. My guess is that that's where the giant car, to say, car mm-hmm. chase scene uh, in South Korea case, happens. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and then car flippy, car flippy. Car, flip, car flippity flops. Yeah. Uh, flippity floops. Got my car happen. flippy floppies. Yeah, my flippy floppies. 
uh, happens. Uh, so, uh, but it sounds like Everett Ross is working with T'Challa. Probably what happened is there was some like um, tech stolen mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Wakanda. All Which vibranium is what Claw based. Is great at. He's great at. That's what he's always mm-hmm. doing in the comics. So my guess is that Claw steals some vibranium based tech, and T'Challa's like, "Oh hell no, we got to get that back." And yeah. Ross is like, "Well, I'm the co-executive lead of this task force. Let's go get it." You know. Mm-hmm. So when they cut into the briefcase. The Cure plays. Ant-Man fights in the briefcase. Yep. It's all yep. tied together. It's all tied. Right it's to all connected. And that's how it works. That's Shared universe. And Daredevil's in there. It's pretty exciting. Sure. Confirmed. Daredevil's, Matthew confirms Matthew Daredevil, Daredevil's in, in the briefcase. Yep. Also in the, in the briefcase. He's also like, in the briefcase. Every time I think that it can't be more awesome with like Black Panther, mm-hmm. then something else happens. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's... Is there... Anything that we talked about that you want to min- talk about? Uh, I think that covers everything that I was going to do. I mean, um, uh, they visited the art department. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that they uh, there were some special things that they were talking about with that. Like um, Michael B. Jordan's character, mm-hmm. his preferred weapon is a spear knife. Oh. And I'm like, uh, cool. Yeah, cool. Yes, I like this. Um, there was a lot of tribal music. Uh, and that there were different masks mm-hmm. that they were doing. That, and in particular... There was an ape mask uh, replete with uh, terrifying teeth, porcupine-like quills. And I was like, oh, it just, it becomes so real. And in my mind movie. You think movie, that's M'Baku? I think that's M'Baku. Oh, that's so so cool. in my mind movie, this is like, oh my God, this mm-hmm, is the best thing mm-hmm, ever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm almost terrified for whoever I'm dating at that time. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, guess what? We're going to see this five times. <laughs> Uh, well, if you and I are dating, I'll go see it five times with you. I'll be, be married though, so we Brittany. won't be. Don't tell Brittany. I'm going to marry Brittany. I think she's <laughs> awesome. I, I don't blame you. I would marry she's, Brittany. She's an awesome person. Uh, I would marry. I, I would marry Brittany again. She's amazing. <laughs> uh, all right, Thanos. Uh, the only thing that I've heard about him is that he looked badass. That he had the Infinity Gauntlet, and there was a destruction all behind him as he smiled. Was it filled or unfilled? Familiar. <laughs> was what filled? The gauntlet. Was it filled or unfilled? Because we know he puts it on unfilled. Filled. But this is all concept art. So, oh, okay. like, this is... And, and one of the things that they said to reporters Ooh. is that a lot of times they use this art to kind of help show the talent that they're courting to come on board. Like, this is what could happen. This is what it's going to kind of look like. This is what we're thinking. But then they bring the talent on and the talent's like, actually, it doesn't make sense for him to have all five, like, all six... Stones, let's uh, what if he only gets like four of them? Your uh, your wife's in the live chat. Oh, uh, what did she say? (laughs) (laughs) What did she say? She said, What did Matt just say? What did Matt just say? Is it bad that I admitted I love my wife? I I mean, she might have been talking about the dating Marquia from Black Panther. Uh, so Brittany, I'm just saying I'll treat you right. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever wondered what it looked like to see a man be on the couch in the internet, this is how it happens. (laughs) Like, my my spectrum is straight right now, but for you, darling. Oh, well. Uh, Captain Marvel showed some concept art of her as well. Uh, That has not been released. No one knows what she's going to look like except for the people that saw her and the people that work at Marvel. Uh, This is not that concept art. This is just really great art from uh, uh, an artist named Boss Logic online. He does a lot of this concept arting. uh, Arting, that's the Mm. word. That's the verb. Arting. Uh, but uh, again, uh, she uh, looked badass. Uh, apparently, she has kind of a little bit more of an armor sort of look to the costume, like, uh, which I think is awesome. Yeah, less spandex, more armor. Yeah. Well, I love how they redesigned her costume, even the most recent yeah. one. It looks like something you'd wear as a uniform. It looks yeah. more uniform. Like, because yeah. she's a yeah. captain. Yeah, she's a captain. 
Um, and uh, then also uh, she was possibly, and this came from Nerdist, we have to give credit to uh, uh, those guys over there, she's possibly fighting a Kree sentry. Like a lot of the other websites were like, it's fighting a weird robot thing. But mm-hmm. Dan Casey was like, that's probably a Kree sentry, which <laughs> makes total sense um, because that's who she would fight. The Kree sentry, if you don't know, is uh, those were giant, like, like world-destroying robots that were left behind by the Kree when they were kind of like forging their empire. And when they came to Earth and created the Inhumans, they left a Kree sentry here <laughs> to watch over it. And then Marvell shows up and he's watching the Earth because they've heard reports that maybe the Earthlings are advancing and they might become a threat. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, the Fantastic Four are like, what's up, bitches? We the Fantastic Four. And the Kree sentry wakes up and he's like, this is a threat. We must destroy this planet. And then Marvell's like, don't do that. How excited would you be Uh if Captain Marvel brings us Fantastic Four? Ooh, it's not going to happen. Did did everybody feel that at the same time? (laughs) You just say the name Fantastic Four and then there's all this hope and then there's also like... It's almost like the team represents hope and family and love and not darkness and techno problems. All right, we got to move on because we only got 11 minutes left. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, we saw a concept art for both Hope Van Dyne and Janet. They were all very, like in Wasp Armor, uh, they were very quick to, uh, to say, well, no, 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 this is also from the first film. Like, that doesn't mean that Janet Van Dyne is in it, but come on. Yeah. Janet Van Dyne is in this movie. This entire film is a rescue mission to go to the quantum realm and find Janet Van Dyne and save her because we all know she can survive, and that's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they, show, they showed that. Uh, Peyton Reed also promises that we'll see a lot of Ant-Man and Giant-Man action in the sequel. So we'll see a lot of like, he's a tiny little guy and he runs over here. Now he's a giant! Smash, smash, smash. And now he's a tiny guy. If we can see Wasp doing the same thing, that will be... Like, if I can see the Wasp as Giant Wasp and flying with her little wings and she looks like a 747, I'll be happy. I didn't know how much I cared about size movies until Ant-Man. Like, I didn't know how exciting that would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I but, was like, oh, it's small, that's exciting. And then when the Civil War, that moment, mm-hmm. like, I'm now way more excited yeah. about Ant-Man, too. Yeah, I think, and, and I think we have to give a lot of credit to Edgar Wright, who showed, mm-hmm. he was the first one to really do that test footage and show... This is actually pretty badass. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. Everyone go see Baby Driver twice to thank Edgar Wright. Oh, Ray. man, yeah. I want to go see that movie. Can't wait. Is that out? It's not out yet. No, no, right? no. Okay. Uh, now uh, I have to re uh, watch that fight sequence in Civil War. Oh, <laughs> now so I have to That is so it. good. Oh. That whole airport thing. Yeah. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, they went and spoke with Taika Waititi, who is apparently one of the nicest men in Hollywood, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, from And he is playing Korg. That's yes. the Cronin, the Cor- Rock Cronin. You remember him from uh, was it Dark World? Well, the beginning th- of Dark that wasn't World? that wasn't no, that was Korg. That was a Cronin. That was someone else of his Korg? race. That wasn't Korg. Oh, so the Cronins are a race of aliens yeah. who are all rock-like uh, and and look basically the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Korg is one of those aliens, Cronins. Mm. Uh, so, but yeah, Thor did decimate one of them with Mjolnir. Then he shows up on the pl- on Sakaar <laughs> and thrown in prison with one. He's like, ooh, hey. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, uh, so the dialogue there that's really funny. I didn't write it down here, but it's pretty funny. Uh, Thor's like, what? How did you get here? He's like, I was t- tried to start a revolution. Didn't make enough pamphlets. Ended up here. You know, so now I'm trying to start another, another revolution. Get out of here. You know, but you can join it if you want. And then Thor's like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to kill the champion. And he's like. Uh, you can't do that. No one's killed him ever. Can't he can't be he can't be killed. Got uh, a surprisingly good Kiwi accent. Oh, thank you. Uh, that that makes me feel good because I get made fun of for everything else. Uh, Kiwi. The Kiwi's the, the secret. The Kiwi's the, the secret. Yeah. Kiwi. No, I'm just channeling Reese Darby, really. Uh, so uh, 
so yeah, that happens. Also, Papa Meek is there. And Meek never talks. He is insectoid. Yeah. And by some accounts, he drives like he controls a weird exoskeleton bug suit. Uh, but he never talks. And this I think that's kind of fun. So Dude, it's going to be so wacky. Yeah. Also, what TT uh, referred to Goldblum's Grandmaster as running a contest of champions. Oh, okay. we got an official. Ooh. That's exciting. I mean, it's all but nice. been said, but yeah. now it's been said. Yes, so. and we know John Cena's in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's the champion of Earth. Oh. And I swear to God, I swear... <laughs> I swear to God, they will announce him as John Cena, and he will enter they the ring and fight to. as John Cena. But will they, they, have what to, will if... they play his theme music though? I bet. I swear. I bet they have to. <laughs> if they do they it, they have to. John Cena, and then they just cut to an empty stadium because we can't see him. Oh yeah. my God! So that or like a pan over. <laughs> So real quick, just to, to finish it all up, Spider-Man Homecoming, they, uh, there wasn't a lot that they really talked about that we haven't already seen in the trailers too much, but they did say, uh, uh, or Roth was telling me that they saw more of Donald Glover, Glover uh, but, you know, there's nothing new to report. I was just like, oh, yeah. so, these, so he's in it more than just, like, standing by... Uh, by well, the show, we, we by the cheek room. Okay, that's that good. That's good. We, cool. we guessed right. that already. Uh, also, just announced today, Spider-Man is confirmed to appear in the Untitled Avengers four. And a Spider-Man sequel. We already kind of guessed that, but now it's 100% confirmed from Feige. Uh, all right, we've got to move on. Marvel shout-outs, let's do it. Oh, you got this under control? I do. Okay, here we go. Let me just get to that. Uh, yes, okay, yes. Shout-out to uh, <laughs> Rebroken Flores at JLF underscore 89, MediaShock at MediaShock UK. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Drew again at Daniel Jedi Drew Times wants Sand. his shout-outs. Yeah. Gets, I don't, I don't he mind, gets, but he we'll do it. His, he yeah, deserves he gets, it. He's amazing. He's a good guy. always chatting, so. Uh, and uh, to Mama Jandro. Mama Jandro! Yes. Uh, okay, so questions. Uh, oh, best comics to read for Legion. This is from uh, Stephen Middleton at Stephen O. Middleton. Oh, love man. the show and love to read more into the character. X-Men Legacy, 1 through yeah. 24. X-Men Legacy, 1 through 24. If you're a comic fan, if you're an X-Men fan, if you know how to read, read it. <laughs> it is legitimately good. It's one of the it's, best comics of all time. It's legitimately really good. I don't know if it's one of the best of all time, but it's legitimately very good. Top 500 best comics of all time. <laughs> Wow. That's a book. What are the other 499, Koi? Go. Mm. Please hold. <laughs> um, Elton Arthur, uh, Arthur at Elton underscore Ice67. Do you think the Punisher could join the Defenders? And what do you think the four credit scenes would be? What the four, the four credit the scenes four could credit be for scenes. Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, no, he doesn't say Guardians. He just but says, what do you think the four scenes. credit scenes? Mm. I assume he's playing okay, Guardians. Well, yeah, yeah, we'll I'm just, I'm we'll playing just Guardians because the... we know that there's four to five of those. So we're going to go with Guardians on that. Okay. Uh, Punisher joining the Defenders as possible. I've also heard rumors that he's fighting the Defenders. That he's... So remember, he's doing what he thinks is yeah. good. So, so... Because, uh, so apparently Marvel Comics is doing a Punisher versus Defenders. And some people are wondering, well, is that, that's a... are they mm. setting that up to, for him to mm. fight the Defenders or to be on the wrong side of it for a while? Possibly, I, mean, I don't know. Could be a, boss, could be a mini boss that then uh, ends up, you know, flipping. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's a possibility. Uh, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think that no. he'll probably stay a good guy. Um, I'm sure that he'll show up in the Defenders at some point. He'll probably have an episode or two where he kind of helps them in some way, mm-hmm. and they don't like his methods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bound to happen. I can see yeah. That. Uh, as yeah. for the four credit scenes, um, I don't know. I. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would, maybe an Avengers esque one, yeah, <laughs> but instead of Infinity instead War, of yeah. eating shawarma, I don't know what would they eat. <laughs> what they'd, they'd be in a, they'd be somewhere else. They're they're on the uh, the restaurant at the other end of the galaxy. Oh, they could be at that uh, the Stuckars bar. 
They they all go to the what was it the Iron Lotus I think is what they called it the Iron Lotus or something like that in the quote. Yeah, they all go there. They go there for ramen. So there you go. Space ramen. That's 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 one of the questions. Space ramen. Space ramen. The fact that there's four actually throws me off more. Like I, you know what I mean? Because one or two, I can be like, oh, this. But the fact there's four is banana sandwich. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would love to see James Gunn set up the rest of the cosmic universe with it, as we like, as we reported earlier. Like he's doing a lot of the cos. He's partial. One of the main architects behind the future of Mm -hmm. like Phase Four's cosmic universe. Uh, I would love to see him set something up with that. The fact that the Marvel Universe and Guardians feel separate, I love. So I love that they might do separate Guardians and then the four credit scenes mm-hmm. are how it ties together. Mm-hmm. That keeps right. its own little bubble well. So I could see them setting up something for Thor, logically. Yeah. Something for mm-hmm. Avengers, logically. Maybe whoever, uh, Michael Rosenbaum and Stallone, mm-hmm. a scene for them because oh, they're so like important. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, uh, the last one... A jokey thing, something, something full tilt boogie, like something like the the Howard the Duck thing. You know oh, what? like I've... like they're roller skating. They roller skate oh in God, a roller yeah. skating rink. Like just something, something that's so yeah. outlandish. Going yeah. off of what you're saying with Stallone, I would love to see like a Ravagers, like 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 Stallone as the Ravagers doing like something. What I was saying, yeah, earlier. Like, like something like that nice. would be cool. Like yeah. I would love to see something like that. And <laughs> scene five is of course the Fantastic Four being announced. I mean, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so Ravagers eating shawarma and be like, uh, not as good as Taron. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that would be amazing. Uh, and of course, Stanley is the watcher. I would love to see them. So okay, so sounding the Nigel at Dreammaker eighty four. When will Doctor Strange two be announced? Uh, Comic Con. Right. I don't know. I'm guessing yeah. probably so though. I mean, they're gonna do a Doctor Strange two. Like it did really well. Like we know yeah. they're gonna do it. It's they're phase. Do two. It. It's, it'll be a phase four film. So yeah, Matt's probably. been writing it since he was four. <laughs> Yep. yep. Yes. That's why it's been in his mind yep. movie. Uh, the Lonely Wakandan at Lonely Wakandan. Do you think we'll see more Thanos going forward in the MCU now that Josh Brolin is also playing Cable? Depends on what happens in Infinity War. It I don't think it's does affect depend. Anything. I, I, I don't think him being I, Cable is going to affect. I don't anything. think it's going to affect. It's still anything. a voice. It's basically a voiceover it's, role. It's really so it's a qu- still, you know. It's really a question of is is the fourth Avengers film related to Infinity War? If so, we'll probably see Thanos in both mm-hmm. films, and that'll mm-hmm. be it. And they wouldn't have signed up for anything that would cause a conflict. Like, there's yeah. no way yeah. he's going to be like, ah, I forgot I was busy playing Thanos. Yeah. Like, he's, <laughs> obviously, this is going to be set up. And yeah. uh, he's doing mocap and the voice, and he'll have time. Yeah. And the two studios aren't so much at odds that no, he's no going to be like, I better choose one. <laughs> uh, resident number 44877 at Lefty Twilight. Which upcoming Marvel property are you hoping most gets an after credit scene in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Infinity War, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, or Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Uh, I would love to see Captain Marvel. I want to see that in action. I think that would work. Yeah, I would love to see that. Um, I don't think uh, Black Panther needs an after credit scene for Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's just uh, too much. Yeah. It's too de- de- separate. I don't feel me. like Captain Marvel should be introduced in an after credit scene. I think she's too important. I, I agree mm-hmm. with that. I I guarantee you we'll see an Infinity War. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. We, yeah. If, we, if we don't see the uh, Guardians landing on Earth, mm-hmm. similar to what they did in Ant-Man with the end where they had like the Civil War, mm-hmm. like that yeah. actual scene from the movie, I bet we see something like that. Like the very first time the Guardians land on Earth, I bet we see that. I, and I, bet, that be nice. I bet Iron and Man is there to greet them. I would love a little bit scene where it's like a Cosmo and Howard the Duck together. They obviously just had an adventure. <laughs> oh my God, that would be the best. Okay, so comments. Right, moving on, moving on. I don't know. Mask of Shy Giotto. These guys really have to read the last great Great Avengers comics. They are so fun. Thanks. Well, we'll try to read that. Cheris Croft at Cheris Croft. Oh, this is good news. Had a crappy day and it deserves that capital C. And I need Cheris up, um, and they were talking about the show that we oh, cheered them up. Oh, good. Yes, good. glad to glad. cheer you up, and, and welcome. 
and then Langley. <laughs> Langley, you agree with me. That's right. Langley, agree with me. Ten movies slate too long. At Langley M. Neely. So mad I miss Mama Jandro. Live on Mark Movie News. Mama and Graham are the best. Thanks, man. We loved having them. They were great. And they had so many stories about Koi afterwards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, just ask Stephanie. You guys think I'm talking about being naked now. Uh, (laughs) All right, we got to wrap it up. We got like one minute left. Yes. Uh, My name is Matt Key. I'm at the Matt Key. You can see me on Screen Junkets from time to time. And I'm also on the Wednesday Club over at Geek and Sundry's Twitch channel. Uh, and that's me. Go! Uh, at Mar- I'm Marquia McCarty. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty. M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, I'm on Screen Junkies also every now and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, catch me on uh, Raw on AfterBuzz TV, and that's Mondays at 8.30 p.m. Let's talk some wrestling. Boom. I'm Koi at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at those letters. And I also am doing the fan fights for the first time on this Sunday. And then I'm also might be doing some more movie fighting soon. You'll keep an ear out for that. And I just did the Schmodown. And the Schmoes were awesome to me and they are great. And I love you guys and I'll see you next week. Ollie. I'm Oliver Drennan. You can find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer, and I am cast officially as Blankety Blank, guys. Yeah! <laughs> you're here first. I that's been Blankety Blank. That's Marvel Movie <laughs> News. Thank friends. you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Goodbye! From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.